You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a very good Thursday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. Marlins win 6-2 last night against the Boston Red Sox. They take this series. They're 13 games over 500. They've won four in a row. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, the show rolls on at Fenway Park in Boston, Massachusetts on this Wednesday night. We're after a one-hour and 13-minute rain delay. The Marlins storm out of the clubhouse, and they blast the Red Sox 6-2. to For the Miami Marlins, they have now won four straight, five of their last six, and now 14 of their last 24 ball games. The Marlins are 22-8 and in their last 30 contests. They keep pace with the 1997 World Championship Ball Club. This is the second-best start in franchise history. They beat the Boston Red Sox by a final score of 6-2 here tonight. Marlins are a season high now, 13 games over 500. They had not been more games over 500 since the second-to-last day of the 2009 season when they were 13 over at 87 and 84, another really impressive quality win by the Marlins, who have started this six-game road trip through Boston and Atlanta 2-0. and We say hello now to Gabby Sanchez and Gabby Braxton Garrett. Five innings tonight, a run, three hits, one walk, two strikeouts. Would have gone deeper into the ballgame if it was not for the rain delay. Now, A.J. Puck gets a save in the ninth. Dylan Floro, a little bit shaky. Offensively, some big hits. Cooper goes deep. Jazz goes deep. Segura had the Baltimore chop there over the head of Winkowski in the sixth inning. It played to two more. Yeah, you know, I mean, kind of wrap it up. It's just another impressive win. It is. Listen, good teams find a way to win, and yeah. that's kind of what happened today, and it all happened with Braxton Garrett on the mound. You said it, when five innings only allowed the three hits, he had 66 pitches. He was cruising. He could have easily gone two more innings away that he was throwing the baseball today without even breaking 90 pitches. That's right. how good he was, getting a lot of soft contact, especially early on. And then you go to the defensive part, of course, with a pitcher on the mound who is a guy that makes soft contact. You need your defense to be able to produce, and they did. They got all the outs that they needed to get. And then you need your timely hitting. Yeah, you got to run because of a wild pitch, but then all of a sudden you got Gene Segura just putting the ball in play. And that means a lot. That's something that they've always talked about. That is what they want to do with this team because they know that if you put the ball in play, good things will happen. Good things happen there. Segura was able to get the base hit. Two runs ended up scoring. Good base running, too, by Garrett Cooper to not stop. He saw that that ball got away and kept hustling home. And then I told you with Floro, that's a tough spot to come in with a guy who's closed games or been in high-pressure situation because you don't have the same adrenaline in that kind of a ball game. In a 6-1 to ball game, the adrenaline really is not there. It's hard for those guys for those guys to come in and get the job done. It got away from them. It's going to happen. Luckily, Puck was able to come in and get the, the, uh, the save. But really, at the end of the day, it's good teams find a way to win. Marlins have been finding a way to win a lot this season. Been playing good baseball, sound baseball, and it's a lot of fun to watch this team go out there. And not only that, they're a real team. 
They're playing for one another. Yeah, it's, it's a different mindset this year than you've seen before. Even talking with the coaches, they tell them, hey, when, if you mess up, pass the baton. Don't sit there soaking. Get up. Root for your guy. They're doing it. That's a lot of reason why you're having that kind of success. Uh, you know, I, I, I guess if somebody said a month ago, ah, you know, give it another month, right? This team's a fluke. They can't do it. Like, the Marlins are a problem. They're winning every night. <laughs> they right? They're winning more games every week than they're losing. Yeah. They're 13 over 500. This team is 47 and 34. Gabby, good stuff. An hour earlier, 610 tomorrow night. Don't sleep in past the 610 first pitch tomorrow night, I'll okay? I'll try not All to. Right. All right, buddy. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, let's take a listen to the highlights from this ball game tonight. The Marlins jumped on Caleb Ort, who was being utilized as an opener by Alex Cora tonight. And the Marlins took a one nothing lead in the second. Leading off the second inning was Garrett Cooper. And the opener last night in the next offering is hit pretty deep. Left center field. Going back is Hernandez, and he's going to have to play it off the top of the wall. That might be out of here. No, they're going to say it's off the top of the wall, and now the umpire at second says it's a home run. It's a home run for Garrett Cooper. They had originally ruled that play no home run. It's a long ball for Garrett Cooper. It's his 10th of the season, and the Marlins have struck first here tonight. They lead one nothing. And that one nothing lead would hold steady until the bottom of the fourth. Nobody on and two out for Rafael Devers. Pitch is swung on, hit high in the air, deep to right field. Rafael Devers has tied this ball game in the bottom of the fourth inning for Devers. It's his 19th long ball of the season. And it's Miami 1 and Boston 1 here in the fourth. So 1-1, and it would stay that way until the top of the sixth. Now, there's a caveat here. In the top of the sixth inning, Nick Pavetta was on the mound for the Red Sox. He got Luis Arise to ground out to first base for the first out. He then walked Jorge Soler and Brian De La Cruz, and that brought Josh Winkowski into this ballgame. With a 1-2 count to Jazz Chisholm Jr., we entered a 1-hour and 13-minute rain delay. We came out of the rain delay. Brennan Bernardino, the left-handed reliever for the Red Sox, came in. He struck out Jazz Chisholm Jr., and then he proceeded to walk Garrett Cooper. That loaded the bases. Gene Segura at the plate, and before he knocked in two, Marlins took a 2-1 to -one lead on a wild pitch. Tie ball game, top six, bases loaded, two outs. Pitch from Winkowski. is outside, goes to the backstop! Here comes Solaire, he's going to score, and the Marlins have a 2-1 to -one lead. And then with Segura still at the plate, moving to second and third on the plate, De La Cruz and Cooper, Segura knocked in a pair. And the 1-2 is a high chopper over the head of Winkowski. Going to be a tough play. It's booted by Hamilton. Ball's rolling on the right side of the diamond. Here comes Cooper. De La Cruz scores. Cooper scores. That's a two-run infield single for Gene Segura. And after an hour and 15-minute delay, the Marlins have played in three runs here in the top of the sixth inning. They've got a 4-1 to one lead. And that would be plenty for the Marlins tonight, but they would continue to get more with one out and nobody on in the eighth inning. Jazz Chisholm unloaded on the lefty, Chris Murphy. Over there. Next pitch, swung on hit in the air, deep center field. Going back is Duran, looking up, goodbye! Jazz just pummeled that baseball. Nearly 110 off the bat, dead center field here at Fenway. Jazz has gone deep for the first time since coming off the shelf yesterday. It's his eighth bomb of the season. The Marlins lead 5-1. to one. My goodness. And that ball was punished by Jazz Chisholm Jr. So the Marlins led 5-1.
Going into the top of the ninth inning, they had a couple of men on base, and the batter was Luis Arise. He's behind the count, 1-2 in the pitch. Ground ball hit towards shortstop. Hamilton's got it, no play at the plate. Arise grounds out 6-3, but it's another run knocked in for Luis Arise to put out, and the RBI has given the Marlins a 6-1 advantage here in the ninth, and for Luis Arise, it's his 39th run knocked into the season. You call that a productive out. Yes, you want it to. And the Marlins carried a 6-1 to lead into the bottom of the ninth inning here tonight. Braxton Garrett went the first five, and because the Marlins scored three times in the sixth, he was in line for a victory here tonight. Brazoban went an inning and two-thirds in relief. Andrew Nardi went in, uh, one-third of an inning. Tanner Scott got the eighth, and that was a perfect eighth inning of the ninth. Skip Schumacher tried to get Dylan Floro through it. Rob Refsnyder lined out to De La Cruz and made a nice sliding grab for out number one in the bottom of the ninth inning. But after that, back-to-back-to-back singles by Devers, Duvall, and Duran played it a run for the Red Sox. And with the tying run on deck in the bottom of the ninth inning, Skip Schumacher felt like he had no choice but to go to his bullpen, and he brought in his closer, A.J. Puck. Puck was facing Masataka Yoshida. He's crushing it at home this season, batting 320. Here's the 1-1. Yoshida swings, line drive out towards second on the hop. Arise the second for one. Throw to first. This ball game is over. Yoshida just spanked that ball on a line out towards second. It was picked by Luis Arise. The Marlins turn a game-ending 4-6-3 double play. And A.J. Puck collects another save. It's his 12th of the season for the Miami Marlins as they wrap up another victory here tonight. They're now 47-34 this season. Marlins beat the Red Sox. They win this series. Final score tonight, 6-2. Totals when we come back on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by Auto. Oh, a terrific effort by the Marlins here tonight, who have now won four straight, five of six, in 14 of their last 24 games, 22-8 in their last 30. That is tied for the best record in baseball with guess who? the Atlanta Braves. The Miami Marlins tonight propel themselves to 13 games over 500 at 47 and 34 this season. Totals from this ball game for the Marlins, six runs, seven hits, no errors, six men left on base. And for the Red Sox, two runs, eight hits, no errors, five men left on base. The winning pitcher is Braxton Garrett, now 4-2 this season. The loser is Nick Pavetta. He is 4-5. The save in his 12th goes to A.J. Puck. Started this ball game at 7:12 tonight. That was two minutes tardy. Finished it at 11:02. Total time of game was two hours and 37 minutes, but you do have to account for the one hour and 13 minute rain delay. Uh, nice night for baseball, about 75 degrees at first pitch, but uh, the rain continues to fall actually as we roll along here in the 10th inning show. Uh, that did not deter 34,261 from showing up at Fenway Park here tonight. Marlins beat the Red Sox 6-2, and for the Marlins pitching staff tonight, they only punch out six in this ballgame, and that means that $150 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 6-2 win over the Red Sox. Skip, after that hour 15 rain delay, what do you like about the way that your team was able to fight through this one despite the conditions? It was tough conditions. You saw the first play back, you know, wet ball, um, really good base running. Um, our defense was really good behind uh, Brazovan and Scott, and um, I just 
really liked the way they came out and played and, and ran the bases the right way and put the ball in play. Put the ball in play, good things happen, and that's what happened to us tonight. What are some of the biggest challenges playing in this condition, not only from the player standpoint, but from the managing standpoint, too? Rex was doing well, and he had to pull him out. Yeah, when you have a, a, about an hour rain delay, you, just, you can't throw your, your starter back out there as much as we wanted to, and he was, felt like he was still available for at least one more inning. I know it was the third time through, but uh, the way he was throwing, he would have went back out there if it wasn't the rain delay. But again, yesterday we had Sandy throw seven innings. We had a fresh bullpen, and this is what you, what happens when a good starters go so long. And a fresh Nardi, fresh Brazabon, Scott, Puck, I mean, it's uh, it's a really good recipe to win. What specific, specifically did you like about Braxton here tonight? Um, I, he'll probably tell you he probably didn't have his best stuff today, um, but it shows you what, how he can compete and still put us in a, a really good spot to win. Probably wants the one pitch to Devers back, I'm assuming. Um, but, every, you know, when pitchers say that when they uh, the guy hits a home run, they still have to hit it, even though you make a mistake. And that's just a really good player that hit a ball for a home run. And um, I still like how he competed, you know, up and down that lineup. It's just not an easy lineup. Today was the halfway point, I guess, the 81st game. 13 games over, I guess, you know, the season high point so far. Have you guys played your best baseball yet? You always say no. You, you hope not, uh, because that'd be a good thing. But... Um, I just like the way we're competing every day, and every day's a new day, win or loss. Um, they're, they're going about it the right way. They're preparing the right way, um, and I just feel like um, you know they're confident that they're going to be in the fight every single night. So with that, where do you think is the next step for this team? I think everybody will tell you that they're, they feel like they can be better. And even the, the guy, even the guy that's hitting 400, is probably will tell you that he can be better. And that's where, that's when you know you're in a really good spot when you're not content and not comfortable. And um, I've said it before that I'm never comfortable in any any month of any um, of the year because I've seen what's happened before in certain months. And guys can get teams can get on really hot streaks and, and really bad streaks. So that's why I'm very adamant that we take it one game at a time and prepare like we're gonna you know win every day. And that's what they've been doing a really good job at. Jane Segura looks like early in the season again. Nothing was really going his way, and now it's, he's getting the bounces. He's getting the, 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 the I wouldn't say lucky, but the nice breaks. How good is it to see for a guy like him who's been putting in the work and just, just just trying so hard to get back in it? He puts in the work. Uh, you know, I, I really feel like hard work equals good luck, and um, he, you know he's got some the ball bounces his way a couple times a series, like you said, and. I think you see the dugout when good things happen, they erupt. Uh, that's what he means in that clubhouse. And as, as tough as it's been for him, you wouldn't know it the way he acts around those guys. He's still trying to impact guys in certain ways and making sure they're still doing their work and still responsible for their preparation. And the fact that he's now producing is only good for our team. Jazz with the home run, obviously three RBIs last night. Just for him to have that medium it seems like he hasn't missed a step because you know, one on the IL, he was finding his groove. He was, yeah, and it solidifies, again, a, another a center field defense, uh, left-handed bat, middle of the order bat. Um, feels like we acquired somebody at the trade deadline, honestly, you know, getting uh, Jazz back. And, again, him just being himself um, is good enough, not having to feel like he's got to hit a three-run home run every time at bat. Um, it's really good for him and, and the confidence of the team. That he's, you know, he's just one of us and a really good player. Don't get me wrong, but um, he can just be himself. 
All right, I had a chance to catch up with Jazz Chisholm Jr. His impact has been immediately felt after coming off the IL. Three for four two nights ago. One for four last night with a home run, a big one in the eighth. Gave him some insurance runs. I caught up with Jazz after the game. All right, here with Jazz Chisholm. Big home run in the eighth inning. I mean, let's just start with your team. 13 games over 500, uh, four in a row. Is this starting to feel a little special here? Oh, man, it felt special from when we started, man. Like, being around these guys and seeing the talent they have and the energy they bring in the clubhouse to when they get on the field, they never quit fighting. It's crazy out here, man. First career home run here at Fenway Park in the eighth. Very nice moment for you. What's it like to impact this team so early on coming off the IL? Uh, I mean, it's great. You know, come back, want to help your team. You know, like, I haven't been here for a month. Been watching the boys go through it, and they've been playing really well. So I just want to come here and be a positive figure, you know, just want to help and contribute. Are you voting for a rise? Every day, five times a day. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Jazz, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much, man. You're welcome. All right, back to you, Kyle. All right, Marlins looking for the sweep. They play at 6-10 tonight, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 540. It's a getaway night for us, not a getaway day. It'll be Jesus Lazardo who toes the rubber, looking to sweep the Boston Red Sox. As always, we hope you can join us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.